0: You're listening to the Market Experts Show. I'm Daryl Baskin of eXp Realty on your home for success, 105.7. Managing employee and visitor safety, my guest today, Jennifer Jezik, president of York Electronic Systems. You've been in buildings that they've outfitted with security and access services, video cameras, very... uh, qualified expert here for this discussion. Jennifer, tell us what, not just business owners, but maybe some interesting things that the public might be be curious about. But as a business owner, controlling that access to your property and the safety of the employees, you, you have a responsibility for that if you're the business owner, and you're also concerned about the safety of your visitors. How is that happening today?
1: Well, managing employee and visitor safety in uh, the world of COVID-19 is changing on a daily basis so we're seeing all sorts of new things when it comes to um, entrance access uh, from i'm sure everybody's experienced that now some sort of thermal detection when they enter a facility um, to scan for increased elevated temperatures Um, and now what we're trying to move towards is really more contactless entries so less hands on doorknobs or handles and more door openers and more contactless, even for the card access systems, where you don't have to physically touch your card to the card reader, so it can be done from your smartphone. So that's really changing rapidly now, through COVID-19 to try to accommodate more physical safety.
0: So uh, I'm thinking safety and also security. those are kind of going hand in hand right now because we have the physical, like, threat of harm, and COVID has, has redefined all of this. How... How are they merging?
1: Well, most um, of our clients are really looking to use the technology that they already have in place because it's not typically a time to make new investments because they're having to deal with all other investments when it comes to personal protective equipment, sanitation, and supplies. So there's a lot of things that can be done with existing systems to add things simply like additional door openers that are automatic or to add uh, visitor scanning. For contact tracing. So if people are coming into a building and there is an exposure incident, they can actually add that. Sometimes it's even a software analytic on a surveillance camera to count people. um, I think we see often really common in retail. They're trying to do occupancy management so they can keep social distancing protocols. So we can actually use surveillance technology to count the number of people in a given space without necessarily the human capital to have to physically count people and sign them in and out of a door.
0: That's interesting because I've been into several buildings where they're they're paying an, an employee a staff person to be there the entire time the building is open. And they're counting people coming and going. And that's an expense that business owners didn't have before.
1: That's true. There is a number of uh, human capital expenses with businesses today from additional sanitation to additional staff. For Some people are doing manual temperature reading, um, the counting. So there's a lot of technology that will address that. And I think it's just understanding really what you have in place today that could be enhanced to accommodate those needs. And every business is a little bit different. A small retail store that has a single point of entry is going to have far different requirements than a larger, let's say, high-rise building that has multiple points of entry. So there's many, many different things that we have to consider when – making those recommendations, but ultimately um, software is really coming into play here and addressing a lot of those physical needs. Um, where instead of hiring additional staff person, you could implement software to do some of that.
0: How concerned, by the way, talking to Jennifer Jezik, President of York Electronic Systems, how concerned should I be as a visitor to a location that has this technology in place when it comes to my privacy? I mean, sci-fi, facial recognition, all of these other things, what is what's happening behind the scenes?
1: From your privacy concern, it really depends on the facility. Um, if you're in a healthcare facility here in Oklahoma, they have really high standards and practices for HIPAA guidelines, which is their governing body for private. In Oklahoma, we don't have the privacy laws that you might see in California when it comes to facial recognition and data storage and collection, but those are emerging legislation uh, to consider. I know there's some federal legislation and beyond, but the states are really taking those one bite at a time. So the safety of your privacy data, um, your video recording really hasn't changed any for the last 20 years. Um, When we record video and store it on an old-fashioned VHS versus we record video and store it in the cloud, there really has to do with that entity's security policies and how strictly they enforce it. So there's not a ton of legislation there that tells us how we have to do it, but we provide standards and best practices for all of our clients to protect their data from cybersecurity breaches and things like that. So there are experts out there, York and others, that are really trying to advise clients on best practices. But at the end of the day, that privacy issue is really sort of a jump ball right now because the states are individually um, determining what they're going to require.
0: Well, I gave up a lot of my rights when I just checked my messages and my uh, phone uh, unlocked because it scanned my face. So, maybe that's not as big of a concern. <laughs> <laughs> we we I mean, take there, some of that for granted. so much
1: out there right now where we, you know, our privacy and our data is is really out there in the world. Yeah. Um, it, it, and so we all have to just do our part to do simple things like, you know, really good password management, um, not sharing our, um, passwords or using the same one over and over again and there's simple things that we can do to kind of protect our privacy um whether or not um our face may be captured you know on a video recording because there's limit of what they can actually do with that face because of the way it captures the physical data so there's there's not a lot that they can do um we can't go into third um, you know, cyborg and create a new Daryl Baskin, that won't happen, <laughs> but we can, uh, we can do certain things just as individuals to try to protect our privacy. And I always say the number one is any app that you're using, um, try to enable two-factor authentication if it has that, and that's where it texts your cell phone, um, when you log in from a unique device.
0: Aggravating, um, but and important. Then
1: it is annoying and it does slow down the process, but that actually protects your privacy and then that using an advanced passwords and not repeating usage of passwords because that's really where that malware comes in and that um, you know cyber criminals come in and they scan your data and then um, repeat and reuse it. and that's how a lot of credit card fraud and things like that happen.
0: Jennifer Jezik, President York Electronic Systems. Thank you, Jennifer.
1: Oh, thank you, Daryl. Appreciate it.
0: You're listening to the Market Experts Show with EXP Realty. I'm Daryl Baskin.